handle the truth. Should we or should we not follow the advice of the galactically stupid? Maybe. Maybe not. Maybe fuck yourself. You're all a bunch of fucking assholes. You know why? You don't have the guts to be what you want to be. You need people like me. You need people like me so you can point your fucking fingers and say, that's the bad guy. Clearly, don't know who you're talking to, so let me clue you in. I am not in danger, Skyler. I am the danger. A guy opens his door and gets shot, and you think that of me? No. I am the one who knocks. Episode of the Righteous Fruit Podcast, a bonus episode. How about that? Somebody must be bored out of their mind in New Jersey doing legal work. Um, I guess how I would say this is this is, I guess, maybe the type of episode uh, minus hopefully like monthly interview specials. This is the kind of bonus episode you'd get when you join JL. What did I call it? Max Plus Prime. I think it's Max Plus Prime. I always forget if I did Prime Plus Max. I think Max Plus Prime. Anyway, uh, I just had a couple things to share. Figured, uh, hey, for the the diehards who subscribe, maybe they'll enjoy the uh, the thoughts that I was having. Um, first of all, last night couldn't sleep because uh, all the toes on my left foot, which is the foot uh, underneath the surgically repaired knee, which is coming along. I think I'm too much of a pussy to get rid of the cane. And then every time I think about it and I do my exercise, it's like the next day it's sore as fuck. And you're like, I don't like that. I don't like feeling pain. I feel like then shit's not working. So um, I'm walking around with a cane like a, like a bitch, not afraid of being a bitch. And, but I ate a shit ton of sugar. I, for those of you who follow me on, on Twitter especially, I was doing a, 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 a weekend-long tribute to Charles Entman and... Uh, which I discussed only a couple days ago on the regular episode. Although they're all regular episodes. The subscriber, this is a subscriber bonus. It's not actually a bonus. It's just, if you subscribe to the podcast, you'll get this episode. It's that simple. Uh, it really incentivizes subscribing, uh, said nobody, since it doesn't. Um, <laughs> it's like billions. It's like my special taping. It's like my albums. It's like, if you never see it and don't care, you never know what you're missing. Um, that's the beauty of JL's comedy career. If you ignore it, it's like it's not happening, and then you don't have to feel like you missed anything. But, um, so I woke up in the middle of the night, 
because my foot felt like it was on fire, specifically my toes. Uh, all the toes on my left foot are swollen and felt like they were being burned. Um, now, the, the burning has abated as I have recommitted myself to, uh, you know, eating anti-inflammatory foods and not eating hundreds of grams of sugar a day, which was a particular shot. You know, I used to be built for this. I used to be built for this pre-diabetic life. Then I did something called stopped being a fat fuck. And all of a sudden, my body apparently doesn't like days like Sunday, which if I can tell you what I had on Sunday, Sunday started out with a nice uh, breakfast of, I think that was a healthy breakfast. I think that was eggs and blueberries. Okay, yes. Then I went to church. Then I got out of church with my nephew and we got, uh, we, I got my cocoa sweet bowl at Sweetberry, which is, uh, you know, as far as sugary treats go, relatively healthy because there's coconut, agave, uh, bananas, and strawberries. But then there's also Nutella, sugary coconut flakes, sugary granola. Uh, so in other words, uh, overall, not the kind of thing somebody should be eating who's maybe trying to live a healthy life. And then um, later that day, I had uh, IHOP. I had the bitch, the bitch portions. I went to IHOP and had my uh, bitch portion of uh, three pancakes, two sausage links, and an iced tea. But God, was it tasty! It's I hate I hate that when it comes to cookie stop. Hey, when it comes to uh, IHOP, I just have to settle now. I, I can't just be like, yeah, it's all you can eat pancakes. So get ready to feed me about eight to 10 pancakes with a milkshake and uh, a full order of sausage links. No, now it's the three pancakes, two sausage links and a partridge in a pear tree. And so I had that and I was like, you know what, tomorrow I'm going all, I'm going all in. Tomorrow, meaning uh, May, March 14th would be two months before uh, the... Uh, Special taping, so I said, okay, that that's when I'm gonna start to really cut calories again, like in a hardcore way, almost like I'm preparing for a movie role, since this will be filmed, hopefully this time properly. And then I proceeded to eat the other half of a golden chocolate fudge cake from Entenmann's, R.I.P. Charles Entenmann, um, which is I think a half of a cake, three fifty per serving. A serving is a sixth of a cake, so that's a thousand fifty calories of Entenmann's cake. And then you see the slippery slope, folks. Do you see how quickly JL can just all of a sudden JLs as I as I as I recounted on Keep My Enemies Closer. All of a sudden, you're going to walk into your local supermarket and just see me on my knees, deep throating a tube of cookie dough, and you're going to be like, "Look at that cookie whore! What a what a sad state!" You know, he used to be attractive and talented, and now look at him, look at him, just deep throating a a, a, a Pillsbury tube of cookie dough. Like the cookie whore he is. Not you, cookie. Okay, just to make sure. I need to know, you know, cookie needs to know that that's not directed at her. Okay, we're trying to foster a, a loving home here for cookie, um, who probably did a lot worse than blow a cookie to a cookie dough tube when she was homeless in the slums of Kentucky. Oh, boy, man. One, one of these days, I'm going to have to have Cookie on the podcast for like a, a, a canine Me Too episode because I just have to imagine it was rough being abandoned in a trailer in Kentucky, a trailer park. I mean, she was probably gangbanged by dogs, maybe a couple of 
Mitch McConnell voters as well. Um, so we're just happy to have here, and I want her to know that when I say cookie whore, I'm referring to myself and not cookie bear Covin. Anyway, uh, I don't even remember how the night ended, but I think it may have ended with like nachos. Um, so it was, in other words, it's been a rough since having surgery. Um, this is, I'm like one of those cases where it's like, oh my God, after surgery, he got addicted to opioids. It's like, no, no, JL, JL certainly enjoyed his time on oxycodone, but no, no, he didn't get addicted at all. No, instead he got re-addicted to cookies and now he's a, he's a fat piece of shit. And if you thought he was angry when he was starting to see the trace lines of, of a six pack, you just imagine how mad he is now that he's got man tits again. Not right now, folks. I'm just, that's, we're fast forwarding. Okay, worst case scenario. But we're stopping it. And we're stopping it because, like I said last night, the toes were on fire. I could not sleep. I was, and, and, and what happens to me is there's that combination of, oh, I'm in pain and, oh, I'm really stressed about this particular pain. Um, so I woke up every like hour and a half um, with my feet feeling like they were on fire. And I was like, I hope this isn't surgery related. But then the only other alternative is that there's been like, some sort of diabetic or nerve issue. But the good news is today, the foot's feeling better. It's still a little inflamed, but we're hoping uh, I'm going to, you know, instead of blowing cookie dough tonight, I'm going to blow a bottle of extra virgin olive oil because that's anti-inflammatory. So um, that's what I'll be doing uh, tonight for dinner. Um, so that's good. And, but yeah, we're, I'm a little nervous and I don't think it's related to the knee because actually my second toe, uh, on my right foot also has a slight burning, numbing sensation, not right now, but last night, which kind of made me feel good. It's like, oh, phew, it's not the knee. It's just maybe I'll need both feet amputated if I become a diabetic. But the body, uh, when you get older, it speaks to you and it speaks louder and louder. So apparently... I literally can no longer have what was a typical day for me in 2012. Those days might kill me. So, um, you know, I've got a bone broth. Yeah, we're back to bone broth, bro. I got a bone broth lined up for an afternoon snack, and then I got a kale salad lined up for dinner. And then a righteous girlfriend is going to um, tie me to the bed and, and, and seal my mouth shut. Not for any erotic horseplay, uh, but just to stop me from eating any other snacks after 9 o'clock so that my feet don't feel on fire and I don't wake her up going, my feet are on fire. So that's just a preamble, folks. I didn't even think I was going to deliver. I wasn't even planning on delivering that news, but I said, you know what? For the subscribers, they get it all. But what I really wanted to talk about briefly on this episode is... Um, Foreign films, guys. This is like a John Oliver episode, right? Our main story tonight, foreign films. They're like movies with reading, and we're fucking stupid. Um, I... Uh, <laughs> I have been trying to binge on all the Oscar movies, as I said on this week's uh, regular episode. Um, I will be on Chris Lambert's The Mundane Festival podcast, which I, I assume he's going to throw up, usually throws them up on the weekends. But we're recording it Wednesday night. So I've seen eight of the nine. Now I have seen eight of the nine Oscar-nominated films. And the only one I hadn't seen was Licorice Pizza. For obvious knee-related reasons, I have not been able to like make it out to the theater. 
um, but it was only for purchase on Verizon Fios, $20. And I go, technically, if the option, like, you know, that's still a good, <clears throat> excuse me, a good deal over seeing it in the theater, but I don't want to own this movie. I don't even know if I'll like it. Maybe I will, but I might not. And what, I don't know what happens to movies I own in the Verizon Fiosphere. Do they just hang out in the Fios cloud? What happens if I no longer have Fios? Can I download it or do I lose my rights to it? Anyway, these are the questions I think about when pondering whether to purchase a movie like Licorice Pizza, um, whose title I'm on record as saying I hate. Sounds like an indie algorithm uh, was used to come up, an indie film algorithm was used to come up with the title. But, um, and then everybody goes, it's the name of the pizza shop. I, I don't care. I don't care. It's the title of the movie is what I'm talking about. And so I said, let's just wait till the last minute. Okay, the last possible night we could watch this is Tuesday night. So let's just wait till Tuesday. I'm not even kidding. I said, let's wait till Tuesday. If I have to buy it, I'll buy it. Or maybe I just won't buy it. And I'll just show up to Chris's podcast and say, I saw eight of the nine Best Picture nominees. And guess what? While eating lunch today, I said, well, it's now or never, Licorice Pizza. There's no reason for me to think that you're going to be for rental today. But you know what? I, this is as, I've held out as long as possible to the last possible buzzer-beating minute. And then what do I see featured on the Fios page? Now for rent, Licorice Pizza. That was a buzzer-beating three that I just made. That's what that sound effect is. And yeah, I did it, folks. It's the small victories. And they don't come much fucking smaller than $15 worth of savings on licorice pizza. So now it's just a $4.99 rental and I will be I will have seen all nine or whatever best picture nominees. And I will save most of my commentary for Chris's show. So you should you should check it out. I'll be sharing it obviously uh, on platforms when it goes up. But what I was gonna say is I want to talk about foreign films, guys. Um Foreign, our main story tonight, foreign films. It's like movies with reading, which we don't like to do because we're stupid. Um, I saw, as I alluded to on the last episode of the earlier episode this week, Drive My Car. The Japanese foreign film entry and the surprise best picture nominee. It's two hours and 59 minutes but it feels like eight hours and 33 minutes. Specificity is funny in comedy. That's why I made it a very specific long amount of time. Uh, I don't know if hated the movie is too strong. I hated the experience of the movie and not because it was some sort of particularly dark or morose film. Um, I blame, I'm gonna blame right now two, 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 two creations. And, and right now, obviously, Korea is just, you know, they, they have shown up. I know I'm mixing and matching Asian countries, but they have shown up to Hollywood like Ichiro when he, now I know Ichiro is Japanese, but basically these Korean filmmakers have shown up to Hollywood like Ichiro, just right out of the gate, dropping like MVP seasons. You know, I know the guy who directed, um, uh, uh, Parasite. It wasn't by any means his first movie. He's done he's done several projects and and big movies. Snowpiercer, uh, Okja, which was okay. People love to act like that was great. It was fine. But he did Snowpiercer, Okja, 
probably some other shit, but Parasite was just fucking awesome. Just social commentary wrapped up in a very, very entertaining movie with humor and also like dark thriller elements to it. Great movie, very deserving of best picture. Um, And on the TV front, fucking Squid Game was 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 a beast um so so korea i blame korea because now i like an ugly ignorant american i'm like i'll see foreign films <laughs> if they anything like that parasite that shit's gonna be flames well they're not okay drive my car is like you know i don't i don't know what the comparison is between Drive My Car, and I know it's a Japanese film, it's not, it's, they're not all the same, but the comparisons are inevitable, I think, because of the recent success that Parasite had. Um, and by the way, was Crouching Tiger, what was Crouching Tiger, Hong Kong or whatever? That, that movie fucking sucked. I fell asleep to that movie in the theater. And granted, it was like at 10.30 at night on a Friday in college, and that should tell you all about uh, my energy levels in college. It was like, I was up late Thursday studying, so I need to go to bed early on a Friday so I can wake up, hit the gym, have a healthy breakfast, and take a walk around campus and read some books before I get blackout drunk Saturday night. That was my sort of, I, was, I, I really tried to reserve my, my partying for one night a week in, in college. So going out to see Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, a late show on a Friday, I fell, I fell asleep. And that wasn't even depressed 40-year-old jail. That was full of energy, young, dumb, and full of gummy bears, J.L. Covan. <laughs> um, so, but Parasite, I feel like, changed the game, and then Squid Game was, like, doubling down. Korea was just like, we're here, we're ready to dominate, and that's it. And then Japan shows up with Drive My Car, and the critics, oh, my God, it's a beautiful, a beautiful moving film. It's a beautiful moving film. Oh, a masterpiece, a beautiful, oh my God, one of the top 10, top 10 film of the year. Amazing, incredible work, incredible work. Fuck that movie, okay? That's my review, fuck that movie. I was so, <sighs> fuck that movie. That's my review of Drive My Car. I don't care if it was, oh, very well made, very well crafted. Oh, very, uh, 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 a deep, morose tale of, of loss and love. And shut the fuck up, I hated that movie. And I, I hated it, especially because it took three hours of my life when I'm trying to, to get all this content out of the way. Okay, I've been making great progress while eating unhealthy snacks and not reading and not working out. I, I feel like I'm just like every other American now. All of a sudden, I can talk about 40 other streaming, 40 different streaming programs because I'm no longer occupying my time with stupid things like physical health and, and reading. And you come at me... Japan with drive my car? No. No, I wish you had crashed your car on the way to, to editing that movie and it was lost in flames. That's what I want. That's, that's, I, I would like to see, have seen that. I'm just kidding, guys. I, I don't actually wish that had happened. But I did not enjoy the movie. Uh, it felt like just a profound waste of my life. Um, so there's that. And oh, what was the other one? Oh no, God, I hate, uh, what did I just fucking watch? Guys, oh God, my fucking, I'm, I'm done. My brain is just like deteriorating. I, I, you guys are, 
this is this is a sad thing you're gonna see. Okay, I'm just looking up one thing. Nominees 2022. Okay, foreign films. Oh god. So then last night we watched The Hand of God on Netflix, another foreign film nominee. It started much better. It was humor. There was a incredibly hot, like 40-year-old, 40, 40, man, she's older than that, but just an incredible 50-year-old, like a incredibly hot Italian woman featured in the first half of the movie. And jokes and smoking hot middle-aged Italian woman, you got me. I'm in. I'm, I'm, I'm all aboard. So that's like the first hour. And then there's like a sad turn midway. And I go, oh, okay. So they've given us like the, the slice of life of, of this filmmaker's Italian youth. And now we see where the tragedy starts to shape him. And I'm like, okay, well, it's better than drive my car by leaps and bounds. And then it just sucked again. Then it just became one of these, what is going on here what, it, what am I watching? Why does this just have to be a movie where it's like the beauty, the, the, magis, the magisterial film work of, Paul, of Paolo Sorrentino, a master of his craft at the top of his game? Shut the fuck up. Get the hot, crazy Italian aunt back on camera. Let's get some more jokes, maybe a few more Maradona soccer highlights, and let's get on with Let's just focus on that stuff. Um... Like here, I'm just going to say the description of the film refers to the film. You know, it's a sort of semi-autobiographical story by the filmmaker. And they go, his blah, blah, blah youth as a prom. uh, But as he shows promise as a young filmmaker. That's in the bio of the movie, like the description of the movie. Um, He shows no promise as a filmmaker. He just says he wants to be a filmmaker. He's he's like seen three movies in his entire life. Um, he never has so much as a camera or a script written or anything, really. He does nothing. And yet the bio of the film says he showed promise as a fem- young filmmaker. I'm like, where? Was I watching a different movie? Was it? What, what are you talking about, person who wrote the Netflix bio? So at that point, The Righteous Girlfriend said a very funny thing to me, which is we were trying to decide what movie to watch next. She goes... I'm done reading movies. <laughs> See, when a foreign film just not blows you out of the water, it feels like you discovered something, like you learned and discovered. Like it, it, it's like exponentially great because you're like, you know, whether it's a Pan's Labyrinth, a City of God, um, a Morros Perros, uh, or um, uh, a Parasite. Obviously, um, you know, if you're talking like th- these kinds of movies, uh, a-, a movie I would highly recommend, which I had on my like top 10 of the decade last decade when I did a blog about my top 10 movies of the decade. What is it called? Three months, two weeks, six days, something like that. It's like a Romanian film about abortion. Man, that movie was incredible. I'm not kidding. And a lot of critics had that as like, you know, like in their top 10 um, of the year that year, whatever it was, like 06 or 07 or something. Um, But you'll know it. You'll find it. It's like three months, two weeks, four days, one hour, 13 minutes, and 10 seconds, whatever the title is. It's this Romanian film from from like 2007 or so about abortion and how it was illegal in Romania. Amazing movie. Amazing. 
So when you watch a foreign film, and I just named like I think, you know, probably some of the top ones ever as far as how they get ranked. Um, you, uh, but I'm not somebody who just like goes gaga just because a movie's a foreign film. Like those are the ones I just mentioned, and I even watched City of God again because like the first time I watched it, a friend had recommended it, and I was like, ah, it was good. It was like good. It's one of the fucking greatest movies ever. But then, like ten years later, I watched it again. And I was like, mm, I, w- I must have not been in the right headspace. That City of God is quite the film. But but my my foreign film, my my low key foreign film nominee, which doesn't get mentioned as much as the other ones I just mentioned, would definitely be three three months, two weeks, uh, four days, seven hours, thirteen seconds, and uh, and a blink of an eye. Uh, <laughs> but when a foreign film sucks it's exponentially worse than just an American film sucking because you're like, I had to put in all that effort, that extra effort for some pretentious horse shit. And man, drive my car is just get out of my face. Get the fuck out of my face with that, okay? Um, somewhere, somewhere in heaven, Harry Truman is going, that's why I dropped the bombs. But, uh, <laughs> but hand of God, Oh God, the only, I would call the movie "The Breasts of God" and just make it a forty-five minute movie about the crazy hot Italian uh, ant. That's it. Oh, and by the way, spoiler in the movie "City of God," um, you know, all of a sudden it just gets weird. He loses his virginity to some like seventy-five-year-old like whore neighbor. Um, but but while he's doing it, he's thinking of his aunt, the hot aunt that I've been talking about incessantly, who, by the way, is his blood relation. It's his mom's sister. It's not like she's just some third wife of his blood uncle that it's like, oh, yeah, oh, Patricia is so hot. I want to fuck her even though she's married to my uncle. I don't care. We're not related by the blood and we are European. We're very free spirits here. Um, no, instead, he wants to fuck his, his, I mean, it's pretty much like, you know, taboo porn he wants to fuck his mom's sister um and while fucking the old woman he 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 says patricia because he's thinking he's thinking of his aunt and i'm going wow that's i mean kudos for your bravery filmmaker but you're um it was bad enough just to have to sit through your movie, but now I'm like, oh, is that how they get down in Italy? Just like if your aunt's hot enough, you you, you can fuck a 75-year-old whore and yell out your aunt's name. Uh, weird, uh, but apparently great filmmaking. Amazing, powerful. So what I feel bad about is there's this movie that's nominated for a very rare triple nomination, a movie called Flea, which is currently on Hulu. It's nominated for Best Foreign Film, Best Animated Film, and Best Documentary. I don't think anything's ever been nominated for those three things, but I guess it qualified in all categories. So I thought, well, that's pretty impressive. Oh, and last year, I remember watching Another Round, which was nominated for Best Director uh, on the advice of Jeff Cerulli, and I liked that movie. I didn't love it, but I did like it, so I was like, and it has a really like kind of soul-moving ending. Um it's just, it's a, it's, it's, but it's like, I'm okay with that. I was like, okay, I didn't love it, but it's, it's a good movie for sure. Um, Drive My Car, I'm not interested in anybody telling me that it's an amazing movie. I was like, no, I, I, I experienced it. It was, um, it was torture. Um, Hand of God, weird torture, which is, I think, better than boring torture. Um, but Flea, now, 
the, the righteous girlfriend and I just we looked at him and we said we're done with reading movies and I think she put it she put it uh, that that phrase is very good because it doesn't feel like you're reading movies if you're watching an amazing uh, like foreign film but if you're watching one that's like boring you to tears you're 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 doing homework you're no longer watching entertainment um Rosetta Stone dog shit movies um but now we just I just took Flea I feel bad for Flea because Flea is now a victim of, like, Drive my car and hand of God basically said, like, it was like I dated Parasite. And me and Parasite broke up, but we it was an amicable breakup. We were like, you know, we can't see each other forever. But like, God, this was an amazing, amazing time. And I, I hope I hope we can remain uh, friends or at least think fondly of each other. And then Squid Game showed up and I was like, uh, well, <laughs> you know what? To be honest, I'm kind of, you know, Parasite kind of kind of got me into Koreans and uh, Squid Game, you are, you know, you're even more intense. I don't know if you're necessarily like the caliber of Parasite, but you are a ton of fun. And then when we broke up, I was like, well, you know what? Like, I, I mean, I've had a lot of success with these these foreign film chicks. So, yeah, drive my car. What? Well, let's Yeah, we should go. Oh, my God, you're so boring. God, you're the worst. Drive my car. You're just a, I'm sorry. I can't Yeah, you cry. Cry if you have to. I'm sorry. Like, I know I feel like the bad guy here, but like, I'm doing the mature thing. You, you, you're boring. You're super boring. And like, I don't know how you can't kind of see that. Like, it's not me. It's you. Okay. And then you're like, all right, well, you know, they can't all be perfect. Okay. Hand of, oh my God, hand of God. Yeah. All right. Italians, fiery people. I, you know, that's uh, Oh God, you're just weird. You're not fiery. You're weird. Like there was that one time where you're, where you showed up looking like a smoking hot ant. And I was like, oh my God. Yes. Italian. And then all of a sudden you just became weird and uh, annoying. And um, no, I, we can't see each other. And then Flea shows up with its, with its great resume. It's like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm a foreign film, but I'm also an animated film and I'm also a documentary. So like that's, like, that's like a movie showing up being like, I traveled a lot. I have a degree from Oxford, but I'm also fun and you know relatable because I'm an animated documentary. And I'm like, fuck you, Flea, okay? Maybe I'm making a mistake. But I need to, I need to, I need to do some self-care now, okay? Because I, I can't blame, you, 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 you are a different movie than Drive My Car and Hand of God. You're di you, I know you are. And I, I'm trying to be, I'm not ready for a relationship with you, Flea, because I don't know. Maybe I just need to watch some American movies and like see what that's about. And like, you know, like I've had a, I had a good track record with American movies before I got swept off my feet by Parasite and Squid Game. Um, but now I think I just want to maybe like take it slow and, and, and just, you know, stay closer to home. Like and I, I hope I hope you can understand that because from what I hear, you're 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 a powerful movie. OK, and, and you're going to make some movie watcher very happy, I think. But right now it just can't be me. Okay, it's just, it's not the right time, and I'm sorry because I'm sure you're great, but but the, I couldn't enjoy you. I think right now the way you deserve to be enjoyed, Flea. So um, instead, I'm going to watch "Marry Me" with Jennifer Lopez and Owen Wilson on Peacock, which is what I did, um, which was a little too cheesy. Um, but my goodness, J Lo, my goodness, just uh, man, oh man, she is. Uh, she is she is an absolute treasure in every way, but it was like a pleasant enough movie. But it it you know it's I wish it could have avoided some of the cornier tropes 
that it fully embraced. But you know what? I didn't have to read any of it. I didn't. Well, actually, there were a couple of Spanish subtitles, but that was okay. Um, you know, that's like I was dating an American who was taking some Spanish classes. That's a far cry from from reading a whole movie. So um, I don't really recommend Marry Me, but I cannot, in, in any stronger words, recommend that you um, um, purchase a copy of Drive My Car on DVD and then burn it. Um, not like burn it into your computer, burn it with fire. And Hand of God, um, if you like super hot middle-aged Italian women, um, just watch the first like 40 minutes for the ant and, um, you know, and, and just stop watching it after that. Watch something else. So um, I blame Parasite. I think Parasite and, uh, and Squid Game really uh, led me astray. And uh, I blame them. So I'll just leave it at that. That's what I wanted to talk about, foreign films and um, the possible amputation of my left foot, uh, which would be... Uh, which would then maybe my, my movie, my biopic, would be called My Right Foot, like a companion to Daniel Day-Lewis's My Left Foot, um, except I wouldn't paint pictures. I would just be a guy kicking things in anger with my one right foot, going, I wish I had my fucking left foot. This fucking sucks. But if I do it in Japanese, they'll go, powerful, powerful filmmaking, a tour de force, a moving journey through despair, loss, and redemption. My Right Foot, Jean-Louis Covin. <laughs> I I tell you though, if I ever became by some stroke of luck like like a big time actor, oh, I'm going with the Jean. Like, I am saying it right here, right now. I'm going back to Jean Louis Covin. People are going to say my name and they're going to be like, "Who is this pretentious motherfucker?" I'll go, "It's me. That's who it is. It's me. I have gone with JL long enough, but now that I am actor, you can call me Jean Louis, and you can learn how to say it or not." So that's it, guys. There's your bonus episode for this week. Um, but this is the kind of shit I'll probably, among other things like videos and live chats or shows, etc., that will be part of JL Max Plus Prime. But I am tinkering with the idea of only making it like $4 and including just everything, literally just including everything at every level. Um, but what would be important there, and I'm literally talking to a fan base that doesn't even equal this many people, I would want to have like at least a thousand subscribers and I don't think that would happen because at a thousand at four bucks, then like after taxes and after paying my video editor, okay, then, uh, then it's like a, a very legitimate worthwhile side hustle. And then when I'm doing road gigs, I can always just tell people, Hey, check out my Patreon. It's got a lot of stuff and maybe, you know, Hey, five people here, two people here. And it just grows from there, hopefully. But obviously if I do it for $4 and then like 83 people sign up, it's going to be like, yeah, I'm, am I losing money on my Patreon page? <laughs> Which would be on brand, I think you guys would agree. But if it was in Japanese, it would be powerful and a moving tour de force through artistic devastation and loss. Drive my car. All right, guys. Thank you for indulging this. I hope you enjoyed it. Now I have to get back to the day job because uh, because I'm not selling many tickets to my special taping. So, um, you know take that hint for what it's worth but uh may 14th new york city half blackface best special of 2022 i i will i will i will put it up against anybody's work all this year period without i'm just calling my shot like babe ruth pointing to the stands and hitting a fat home run 
So have a good uh, rest of the week, folks. Um, Hopefully you enjoy. And and obviously, if you're only seeing this episode, there was already an episode this week that was, I think, very good. So you get two episodes this week. So I appreciate the support. Hopefully you'll leave a five-star review on Apple. And, uh, you know, JL Max Plus Prime coming in, uh, in April. So yay, with Japanese subtitles. Okay, bye. See you next Tuesday.